0: just before we get into this episode we are going to be talking about some headlines that are going to come across as a little bit vulgar especially by today's standards it's important to know that a lot of these are from the 80s and 90s and it's really just an illustration of where print media has changed and how it's changed over time Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, hosted by me, Lou, and me, Dan. Uh, it's a podcast where we take something that interests us, might be something in the news, and we'll cast some views. So, before we kick off, how have you been?
1: I've been quite good, actually. I've been excited by the murmurings that Oasis could be reforming. <laughs> have you seen that?
0: It's just been rumours, though. So, are these substantiated rumours
1: now, or are these just the rumours that people have had since I was at school? <laughs> no, there's quite a bit of not, I wouldn't say proof, but this one is the strongest one yet. And it comes from a sad story in, in that Noel got divorced from his wife last right, week. Right, okay. But they said it was her that was having the big beef with Liam. <laughs> <laughs> so they're now saying that, you know, now he's divorced her, they might reform for a concert.
0: Do you know what I can just imagine? Liam, Liam speaking to Noel on the phone and being like, right, we're getting the band back together, divorce you misses, And Noel just put <laughs> the phone down and been like, you're gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I just really want to go to it. I, I just, I mean, sorry for them. I think it'd be the biggest concert for years. Honestly, but it'd also just be a huge cash grab. Like they'd
0: make hundreds of millions of pounds like in an instant just from the headline hitting the hitting the press. It's funny that we should say that. From the headline hitting the press that, that they're getting back together. I feel like they'd immediately sell out tours all over the world, you'd think. Yeah, yeah. And all they've got to do is play Wonderwall three times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, don't look back in anger. Yeah, don't look back in anger, yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is this week, Remember we mentioned last week that we're the official, unofficial podcast of Stevenage Borough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they beat the league leaders late in Orient 3-0, so they're two points behind with a game in hand. So go on, Stevenage Borough, come oh, on. Stevenage
0: actually whooping the mighty O's. My God. I feel like we should incorporate a, like casting
1: views into a Stevenage chant as well and get that going around the ground. Could you imagine? Let's, <laughs> let's do that. Pete? Pete, and Pete, if you're hearing this, yeah. <laughs> make it happen. I've tweeted them today. I've tweeted Stephenish. Let's see. Let, let's see if we can get something going. As we are the official, unofficial podcast of <laughs> Stephenish Bar. There's probably like an official podcast that's going, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but we're the official, unofficial. <laughs> How's your week, been?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mine's been good. I think just before this podcast, we were just, I was getting my dates wrong because I thought it was Blue Monday, Monday just gone. But apparently it was last Monday because it's like the extended period from when people get paid at their jobs. Obviously, it's like a six week wait, isn't it? At least in the UK it is. I don't know how it works around the world.
1: And it's also, it's the cold dark nights and you've just had Christmas and you haven't got a bank holiday till April now. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, this is, yeah.
1: This is, <laughs> do you know what it is? It's, this is the worst period of time because you do not get a free
0: day off from work until summer starts and i think that's why this is the worst period of the year it's genuinely you've got such a huge weight and then it feels like you get six all in the space of two weeks
1: <laughs> well you get loads and then it's the end of august isn't it because yeah. that the end of august means that it's not till christmas yeah that yeah that's what
0: it is yeah you get big and we've got the
1: extra the one this year haven't we with the coronation yeah yeah that's true as well
0: my god that's going to be a whole episode in and of itself when that happens because obviously it's been what seventy. 75 years since 70, the last? Yeah. 76 years since the last coronation no actually less than that it would have been what 72 years since the last coronation so I feel like that's a new story in itself for all of us really
1: it'll be the first coronation that the majority of the country will have seen right yeah
0: yeah and definitely the first one that most of the country would ever remember as well yeah, uh, yeah. And that's actually quite a cool thing happening this year
1: as long as it doesn't get in the way of because I want us to go to the cheese rolling
0: cheese rolling called off for Charles' coronation.
1: (laughs) I've got my eyes on when it is, so I want us to go to it. Dan will be stood at the bottom of the hill whilst he films me. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely be filming. Yeah, (laughs) look at that. We've gone from Oasis to uh, coronation to cheese rolling. Look at (laughs) that. That's an episode there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a good episode in and of itself. (laughs) Maybe we should just do one of these episodes where. We literally just log on and don't have anything to talk about planned. And we just talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Casting views, running out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) And again, that sounds like a headline, which is quite apt for this week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So just prior to getting into our episode, which will have a lot to do with headlines, just a little bit of a teaser, we're going to say hello to some friends or let some friends say hello to you from Super Familiar with the Wilsons. The Super Familiar with the Wilsons podcast. You know that family whose house you hung out in when you were a kid? The house was a little loud and chaotic, but always fun, and sometimes felt more home than home. Well, that's us.
1: We're the Wilsons, and we welcome you into our podcast with silly chat, ridiculous games, and interviews with interesting people. Like a spin doctor. The super familiar with the Wilsons podcast. Welcome home.
0: And we're back. So this week's episode, we kind of had this in the pipeline for a little bit, This is definitely a you episode. Yeah, this is definitely a me episode. (laughs) We're going to be talking about newspaper headlines, tabloid headlines, and just obnoxious news story headlines, I guess. The British press have got a bit of a reputation, at least the British tabloid press have, for obnoxious headlines, stupid headlines. I would say insensitive as well. I guess that's maybe putting it lightly.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's probably putting it lightly. Because one of the headlines that I read, I was just like, oh, that's a funny headline. And then I looked at the context of the article. and I was like, that's really serious. Like, That's not something that you should be taking the piss out of with a
1: headline. Like, Do you know, before we get into this, I normally check with you or, or, or just a brief thing, what you're bringing. Have you got anything that's going to upset people? No, I don't
0: think so. I mean, there are some, no, no. So I've got some headlines that are just horrifically insensitive but just to caveat them i'm only bringing them because of the nature of the headline versus the nature of the story as opposed to that's a hilarious headline and then okay, some've got that okay. just obnoxiously hilarious headline
1: okay okay
0: some of them are quite punny I guess and there's some particular newspapers that are kind of culpable for a lot of these things I don't know if you had some themes amongst your British newspapers because I think mine's very britain centric with my 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 headlines
1: I started this with all intention of it being um British but in the end the one that I fell down the rabbit hole on was actually an American one okay it was based in Los Angeles and New York so I've got an American view on bizarre headlines now mine are mine are a lot more in the mine are clearly not true I think it was marketed as being truthful stories at the time mine are clearly not but it's just brilliantness of some of these stories and and i thought you know what i'm just going with these but yeah so it's interesting if you've got a british because i think the british are probably going to be a bit more vulgar yes 100 <laughs>
0: 100
1: and i think the american ones are definitely more bizarre and and silly i checked some of the the british ones and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of vulgarity in that. But anyway, let's okay. let's see where we go. I'll
0: tell you what, then, should we start off light and then get into the non-PG stuff? So I think I should let you <laughs> kick off with the American stuff um, and then we'll skip back to any British stuff that we've
1: got. OK, so I went down a rabbit hole with one called the Weekly World News and I then looked it up on the Wikipedia side. And it said it published mostly fictional news stories in the US from 1979 to 2007. It was renowned for its outlandish cover stories. The Weekly World News traditionally claimed they always printed the truth, but many stories appeared to have more comedic intent, and you'll definitely see it from what I'm about to say. The Weekly World News never publicly contradicted the accuracy of its own own stories until 2004. So what's that? That's 30... No, uh, 25 years later, when it began... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when it when it began stating that the reader should suspend disbelief for the sake of enjoyment. So what you gotta remember is these were supposedly posted as legitimate stories, right? And what got me on it was this first story. Woman's severed leg hops to hospital to get help. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
1: So apparently this was in Germany. Avid runner Roberta Wolczynski Lost her left leg when she was mowed down by a street sweeping vehicle. Then, as two dozen terrified witnesses wat- watched in disbelief, the severed leg hopped away straight to the nearest hospital. Incredibly, the runaway limb beat an ambulance to the hospital six blocks away, say staffers <laughs> who were on hand when it kicked open the doors to the emergency room. <laughs> I heard something banging on the big metal door to the operating room, then the whole door just exploded off its hinges. Now, I won't go into the whole thing. What they're saying is that it uh, it was here. It was one of the medical experts said, as remarkable as it sounds, it's really just gal- galvanic galvanic muscular contraction at work, explains uh, famed deep tissue researcher, Dr. Mark Blomberg. Chickens run with their heads cut off. I've proved that at a number of parties. Which... <laughs> <laughs> and what they've said is, because she was a runner, with Miss Wachinsky's extraordinary physical conditioning, that leg could have kept going as long as it was exposed to ox- oxygen, probably several miles. So basically, she got hit by a street sweeping vehicle, severed her leg, which hopped to the hospital, and it was then reattached in a successful seven-hour miracle operation. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Amazing. So that's a pretty, pretty out there story, right?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's that's pretty ridiculous. I just love the headline. I just sorry, just just in how it's presented. Did it have an image that went along with this? Then sorry,
1: there is a picture of a leg. Not obviously <laughs> <laughs> they. It's it's of a leg, so it's clearly they photoshopped the rest of the body out. There's this other little bit I just seen after terrifying a group of children who ran screaming from their lives. A shapely gam made a bouncing beeline for the emergency entrance of the hospital. I mean. It's... <laughs> And here we go, sorry, the last bit It got reattached And she said, my fiancé says I made the whole thing up To explain having a man's bite marks On my inner thigh, she says My god Do you want one more from this? Yeah, yeah, go on then, go on one more To be honest, I've got four, I won't necessarily go into the story of all of them I've got, this one is Man's 174 mile per hour sneeze Blows wife's hair off (laughs) (laughs) And this is accompanied with three pictures, two of the man in one at the start of his sneeze and secondly, at the end of his sneeze. And one of the said woman who's clearly wearing a bald cap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, Basically, yeah, he, he had a 170 mile, 174 mile per hour sneeze. So intense, it literally blew his wife's hair off. <laughs> But what's great is in the bottom corner of this story, there's another one which is just as good. It says squirrel steals lady's purse. So I wish that. <laughs> was... <laughs>
0: now, d- do you know what it is? Right, is these stories are just reminding me of an American more PG version of what ar- the other uh, articles that I've got. <laughs> but my God, unbelievable! And so, and what what did you say the name of this publication was? The Weekly World News. It reminds me of do you
1: know, do you know that Twitter account, The Onion? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it ran from 1979 to 2007. So 2007 isn't that long ago, really?
0: No, not really, to be honest with you. I know, well, maybe we're just boomers,
1: but... (laughs) Well, when it comes to you, I mean, the British ones, I I have in my head as being 90s, early to mid-90s. Tell what, let me do the other two and then we'll go to you, because then I've got some funny headlines from around the news, which we could do afterwards. This one isn't necessarily funny, but it's, you need to see the, as in overly bizarre, but it's dust from moon rocks cures baldness. And NASA has known it for years, apparently. But if you see it, it's, it's accompanied by a picture of this guy, bald, then with hair, and then with the biggest wig you've ever seen. And it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And apparently, yeah, NASA have been keeping it a secret from us uh, for all this time. So... Um, I'm just trying to see if there was anything. Here we go. I think they're basically, I'm wondering if they're saying it's because of money or whatever. NASA officials at the time refused to comment if it was true or not. <laughs> and yeah, the obvious, the reason why they're keeping it secret is because there isn't that much moon dust that has been brought back to earth, which is, which is fair enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I really need to find myself some moon dust. So if anyone does ever take up Bezos or, branson's offer of going into space
0: <laughs> i'm just a little bit curious sorry as well just giving back to the story before about how do you measure the speed of a sneeze i wonder if there's a legitimate way to do that
1: yeah and also how would they have known it was that strong because he would have already have done it so they couldn't have measured it <laughs> unless he consistently sneezes at the same speed and i mean 174 miles per hour i mean we've seen what those kind of winds can do to Taz. right <laughs> would <laughs> He must be in a really strong house.
0: I just can imagine doing it next to a speed camera. It goes off and there's just a bloke holding his arm to his face because he's just sneezed past a speed camera or something.
1: And actually, on that same page, as well as the squirrel one, there is there is one in the bottom left. So the squirrel one was in Mexico City. This one apparently happened in Hong Kong. And I want this to be true because this is quite cute. It would be. Fireman rescues teen's pet spider from a blazing inferno. <laughs> A fireman made a daring rescue when he entered the blazing house to rescue a teen's pet spider. The fearless firefighter uh, uh, went back into the house to rescue the tarantula who was kept in a glass container. So I want that to be true because that's quite nice. But you you imagine why the kid couldn't have brought the spider out with him. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I don't know. Our final one from this is Teen busted for taking UFO on Joyride after he outflies six Air Force fighters. <laughs> and, and, the, and the picture of this one is of imagine like a big highway. There's a classic circular shaped flying saucer landed on the road with a teen being manhandled by two security looking guards. Yeah, San Diego, a mischievous 13 year old boy led Air Force jets on a wild two and a half 2,500 mile per hour chase in a stolen UFO, authorities say. The youngster who has been identified only by his first name, Corey, reportedly took off in a flying saucer after it was left unoccupied in a field near his home. (laughs) And before six B-2 fighters forced him down, the lad outrun and outmaneuvered them for nearly 48 minutes in a joyride that blasts through six states, military sources says. <laughs> the little son of a gun was doing loops, figure eights, zigzagging, flying the thing like he'd been doing it all his life, says an Air Force source who, who asked to be who asked not to be identified.
0: Imagine the thing is as well, imagine if the story is like completely legitimate and everybody just thinks it's utterly bullshit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, as said, they said when it landed, they expected an alien to come out, but no, it was this kid. And uh, <laughs> and to be fair to him, he he took it because he said it was just sitting there, parked in our field. I didn't see anybody going in or out, so I snuck inside. <laughs> <laughs> I I looked at the controls, and it wasn't much to it—just one big joystick. It, it looked pretty easy to drive, and and it might be a lot of fun. And boy, it sure was.
0: <laughs> Would be cool toy to tell your mates as well. <laughs>
1: I mean, what happened to the aliens? That's what I want to know. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah, say also, it.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, the crashed spacecraft is concerning. You took it on a joy. Where the fuck are the people
1: that originally occupied yeah. it? I can you imagine the two aliens? They're coming back. They've just gone to buy something. Steve, where the fuck did you leave the spaceship? Why did you leave?
0: Did you leave it unlocked?
1: Yeah. Pre- they're pressing the key fob, waiting for the indicator lights, so the blinkers to flash, so they can find where it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Steve, you're never driving again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we were only gonna be five minutes.
1: <laughs> Tell me you didn't leave the engine running. Yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, oh, so that's... those those are the four and and do you know what, to be fair, there are there are obviously I mean for something that ran over thirty years there are hundreds of them, but yeah. <laughs> It was the, the leg hopping to the hospital on its own, bursting through the doors, and then being successfully reattached that caught, caught my eye. so yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: amazing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to skip to what is kind of like a British version of this, and then I'll move on to more some like, of the serious
1: bits. so I shudder to think what you're <laughs> going to bring up. Have you heard of the Sunday sport? Heard of it. I'm likely to we we probably bought it, but yes, I have. <laughs>
0: yes. So for a little bit of context to anybody who doesn't know what the Sunday Sport is, Sunday Sport was a British tabloid newspaper that was founded in 1986. Basically, it publishes images of women with their boobs out. Basically, it's like kind of a lads mag, as you would traditionally call it. I think is, Well, they is used like to
1: call the- it poured for cowards.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a, 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 now it's a subscription service. You go online and you get it online. But oh, is you, it
1: still going? Is it?
0: It actually is. It's four ninety nine a month, if you were wondering. Not that
1: I'm subscribed. I'm not subscribed. <laughs> you did it for the podcast, right? You yeah, yeah. did it for it, the, it was research. <laughs> you it's can't research. you can't claim expenses. I yeah, don't pay expenses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it became
0: well known for publishing sensationalized and satirical content, alongside some gossip and some sports stuff. It's actually officially classed as yellow journalism. Apparently, that's an American term for journalism and associated newspapers that basically present little or no legitimate, well-evidenced or researched news. So, as most we journalism, at, then, yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> is, is, is that not just what we expect nowadays? I thought I'd lead into some of the most ridiculous headlines. The page that talks about the Sunday Sport actually says it became known for its outlandish and farcical content, with headlines such as "Aliens turned our sun into a fish finger." <laughs> And this one, which is particularly interesting, because they do actually have like a little blurb. So <laughs> sorry, this, one,
1: <laughs> this one is... I'm sorry, how did I know it was their son? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe it was the aliens who had their craft nicked. <laughs> maybe they turned <laughs> the son who nicked the car into a fish finger. Fuck you, We came in, we came in <laughs> peace. You fucking stole our craft. We're coming for you.
0: Oh my God. So this one is a Sunday Sport exclusive, apparently. And it says, I bonked, <laughs> I've bonked 500 women pretending to be James May. And there's just a picture <laughs> of a man who really roughly resembles James May after a really heavy night out. And it starts, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't read. I don't think I can read part of it. Anyway, so it goes on to interview said Sid Bates, who is the James May Top Shagger, and he says it started three years ago when this woman came up to me in Audi. She said, "Are you like James May off the telly?" I had a couple of ciders, and I said, "I, I am. I can't talk Cornish or whatever accent it is that James May has, but that didn't put this lass off." And then it goes on to talk about how he's successful with women.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I think I saw that headline when I was doing this one. Well, the main thing on that is he does look a bit like him, and James May not an ugly. I'm not going to say he's an ugly looking fella. But is he really that much of a, a sex magnet? That you yeah. look like him, you could get. You See, that's what my I was thinking at the time. I mean, he's quite an unlikely sex symbol, right? Yeah, yeah, very. I feel like he's never going to be in FHM's Hot One
0: Hundred or whatever the, that that Sexiest Man in the World list is.
1: <laughs> so just for just for people who don't know, James May was on Top Gear, wasn't he? With like yeah, Jeremy Clarkson yeah. and that. I mean, like I said, he's a very distinguished gentleman. But James, if you are listening to this, you know this is what you could have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got another one, and the headline starts: "Warning, all
0: cyclists: This man will sniff your bike seat." <laughs> <laughs> cyclists have been warned to be on their guard after Britain's most notorious bike seat sniffer walked free from court last night. <laughs> And then it's got a picture of some nicely lined up bicycle seats um, with a man who, to be fair, does look like he would sniff bicycle seats when you weren't looking. And he
1: just posed for the Sunday sport, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think we have to take <laughs> They, some of they left the doesn't... bike out. They left <laughs> the bike, <laughs> like, what was it, a honey trap or that? honey pot trap or something.
0: I can just imagine in the event that this was real and this did go to court, you, the uh, the jury literally just being shown grainy CCTV footage of him just walking up and down some um, London, do you know what they call Boris bikes? <laughs> just sniffing <laughs> yeah. each bike seat as he goes along. Like, <laughs> so walking up to wrong. a cyclist and being like, sorry, are you finished with that?
1: <laughs> the, the, the thing is, though, I can imagine that there are people like that out there that's the thing i mean we know we we did a thing on weird ways to make money so we know there were people with certain kinks out there right (laughs) wrong it's wrong
0: well this one starts to get even better the headline is (laughs) that's no yoke record smashed with nine cream eggs up bum And it references the fact that cream eggs come at Easter. A staggering 200 million cream eggs are eaten in the UK every year, enough to make up a pile 10 times the height of Mount Everest. But oddball Bruce Patterson doesn't eat the sugary treats. He shoves them up his (laughs) arse. That's literally
1: what it says in the article. I think also, something we should say, actually, is so, yeah, these are quite vulgar, crass headlines. But these, up until, I can't remember what year, but. For the majority of their life, you could buy these from the supermarket. These weren't yeah, yeah. like restricted. These were sold as newspapers, right? Yeah, so these yeah. headlines could have been bought by anyone. There's no age on these.
0: Yeah. And do you know what the craziest thing is as well? Obviously, the Sun in this country used to have a page three model. Now, for anybody who doesn't know what a page three model is, a page three model was. I don't know. Do they still? I haven't. I haven't seen a copy of the Sun. I think they're clothed now. I yeah, think a I don't few know. Years ago, yeah. Yeah, so the sun originally basically just used to have a topless model on the front on the third page of the newspaper. So the first page that you flicked over, Um, and then they must have changed it a couple of years ago because if they're not topless anymore, but you could just buy that at any age as well. Like I could walk into a a shop and buy a newspaper, and I would be able to walk into a shop and buy the Sunday Sport, and there was no restrictions on it because it wasn't considered pornography at the time.
1: Yeah, and and which is weird, didn't it? Really, it it is funny because I was talking about. Page 3, I'll I'll explain why to some of our other podcasting friends uh, last (laughs) week. Mainly because there was a song by Samantha Fox I linked them to. And Samantha Fox obviously was one of the big uh, Page 3 models here. And Page 3 was huge in the sense it made stars out of a lot of the models. So Katie Price, Jordan started there. Samantha Fox, uh, Linda Lusardi, And a lot of them did go on to careers afterwards. So, I mean, it is pornography. They were topless. Yeah like you said fish and chip shops and stuff were using it to wrap their paper their chips <laughs> up and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that this these were these were then put up in shops like garages around the this was a newspaper that you could buy from your supermarket along with your potatoes and your your grapes
0: yeah it is crazy isn't it when you think about how loose it was and how normalized it was as well like opening a newspaper And seeing a topless woman was just like a normal standard thing, because obviously I think, I don't know if the sun still is the most circulated paper in Britain. I think it might be up there, but at one point the sun was, I mean, I guess print journalism has suffered a bit of a death anyway, but the sun was at one point, the most circulated paper in Britain. Like they sold millions and millions of copies every day. And so as a result, it just became a very normal thing. Whereas now imagine opening, you you would never open a copy of the times or a copy (laughs) of the telegraph and turn around and think, Oh, boobs like
1: there's just n- and if you did it
0: would be like a scandal now somehow or just it's anything weird.
1: that was available for anyone any age to buy yeah yeah we're not talking about you're not you're not looking at hardcore pornography but you wouldn't want your 12 year old kid to go out yeah. and buy buy that now it's, it is amazing it is such a a moment in time you yeah know? such yeah. a moment in time of this country these papers and and like yeah. sorry before i hand over to you it wasn't just them, I think, but you had the star as well. And I think the Mirror may have also done that. Maybe not the Mirror, but you had a couple of other papers that would do it. And then the Sunday sport, which you mentioned, then went on to be the daily sport.
0: Yeah, it is unbelievable. And well, I'll, I'll finish off with some more um, Sunday sport articles. Because again, yeah, bear in mind, this was just like a magazine style thing that you could send your 12-year-old out to buy. Um, so for some context, this one is, now for context Gregs is a I think the UK's most loved bakery Dan knows where I'm going with this one, I think. Well, no, I don't, I, actually, I don't know the <laughs> story, but I'm, I'm laughing at Gregg's because everybody loves the Gregg's. Yeah, everybody if you want, loves yeah. Gregg's. Gregg's is very British pies culture, and, British staple, yeah. yeah. They sell pies and sausage rolls. It's always cold when you when you get it, <laughs> inevitably. I but don't think the Americans
1: do. know what sausage rolls are, so that might sound already quite vulgar to them.
0: Yeah, do you know what, though? Do you know in terms of, like, American bakeries, do they have, they can't have bakeries where they do pasties and stuff because that just can't exist in the States, surely. Let us know.
1: But sausage yeah. roll is like sausage minced meat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. in a nice puff pastry. Bloody lovely. I yeah, love it's
0: basically like the meat that you use for like a burger patty, like rolled up into a tube. But and it's then, pork though, it is yeah, pork. Yeah, but it's pork, yeah. And then put in like a puff pastry, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice I've flaky never had to puff, describe... golden, <laughs> yeah. golden puff pastry. Oh, lovely. I've so... never
0: described a sausage roll in so much detail before. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this one, this story and this headline is, Sex with Greg's Pasty Boiled oh. by Bellend. end. <laughs> Now Howard fumes, I'm going to sue. There can be no finer treat than tucking into a piping hot Greg's chicken-baked pasty in one of Britain's <laughs> beer and whimswept town centres, but oddball Howard Russell took his admiration for the flaky pastry snack to an extreme, and some would say, warped new level. He had a sexual fetish for having sex with piping hot pasties. And then again, like, they go on to actually flesh these articles out as if they're, like, genuinely legitimate things. Don't say things. flesh. Don't say yeah. flesh. <laughs> But it's just nuts to me because, again, all of this is literally just to sell papers. When in reality, they literally were just putting these things in there to make men who looked at, uh, who literally had the mentality of like, oh, boobies and a, he- a funny headline. That's literally who it was sold for, really,
1: wasn't it? Well, that's the thing. I'm calling shenanigans on this one, mainly because if they were piping hot, he would have had to do it in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they'd come out of the oven. <laughs> yeah. And also, I love pasties. So stop ruining food for me. And I love it because, you know, America's got, uh, what was it, American Pie, which was, you know, like apple pie. Was it apple pie? Was it pumpkin pie? That film. And we've got a Greg's pasty. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Can
0: I just say, I would really love for this one to be real because it is just funny. I've been posting my letters in the dog poo box for two years. I saw that.
1: (laughs) Yes, I saw that.
0: (laughs) <laughs> when short-sighted pensioner Alf Spence tottered down to his local postbox to send a card, he hoped he hadn't missed the last collection, but as he popped the little envelope through the little slot, a concerned passerby looked at him with a stunned expression. The Good Samaritan tapped and befuddled Alf91 on the shoulder and explained to him that he wasn't stood in front of the postbox, but in, fa- in fact posted his great-grandson's birthday card into a council dog poo waste bin. <laughs> But, but, but do you know what it is, right? Is I just think, do you know when the editors got together and thought, right, we need to create bullshit news to draw headlines? They must have sat down with like three containers full of random yeah, things, yeah, right? Yeah. And literally just pulled things out. They were like car wash, uh, uh, donkey, uh, sex scandal.
1: That's literally must have, what they must have done. Like, well, it, sex was always going to be one of them, so that bit is fine. But yeah, then they had must have had a pot of um, inanimate object, and then another <laughs> pot of really embarrassing location and then they just (laughs) what gets me on these right these are obviously rubbish stories right these are obviously fake but the people who then are having their photos done for it i mean why would you do that i mean i wonder how much they got paid for their photos i mean that's yeah there's a story there i
0: guess yeah, because at one point, I mean, it never circulated massively. I think it was like 200,000 copies a week or whatever it might have been, which is still, I guess, a substantial amount. Still on but the net, though. You've point... just found it all these yeah, years this is what later. I mean. And obviously, these are now iconic, like, cultural things from, like, pop culture at the time, I guess. It's kind of like a little bit of, like, a throwback to a stupid time. But at some
1: point, someone in these pictures must have been recognised. It's like, granddad, (laughs) did you really need that 200 quid? It's like, you know, come to me. I'd have given you my pocket money, you know.
0: Right, I'll just skip through a couple more and we'll do it very, 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 very quickly. And then we'll get on to some actual serious stuff.
1: And then I've got some funny ones. We'll finish with some nice ones, I think.
0: (laughs) This one's crushed to death by his porn stash. Two tonnes of adult mags fell through Tom's ceiling.
1: So you don't get that anymore with it all being online now. <laughs>
0: um, should we finish off with a bit of a vulgar
1: one? Can you not say finish off after you just talked about? <laughs> this <other laughs> is filled
0: with such good crack. <laughs>
1: my <laughs> god this is this is our first proper 18 rated i think isn't it now yeah now can i just say right the picture that accompanies this literally illustrates
0: what i'm about to read so so addicted to Fortnite, i've been shitting into a traffic cone for three weeks <laughs> and there's literally a man sat by a pc trousers down on a traffic cone i've never seen anything like this how this was legal to be so. can i just say as well how many people must have bought this thinking it was real like, I wonder, of the 200,000 copies, how many people bought it? And they were like, oi, oi, look at this. This bloke's put nine
1: cream eggs up his bum. I'll address that second. What I want to say, traffic code, surely is the worst thing because you can't stand it up properly. You've got to tip it upside down, which is the worst thing you want to do after you've just unloaded in it, right? Is and that... also, isn't there a hole at the bottom and the top anyway? It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> going over your floor, really. See, this is what I mean. There's so many plot holes to all of these headlines. but but go back to what you said um sorry did you say plot poles um uh, one one of the (laughs) things you said I don't I think the majority of people at the time knew because when the paper first came out you had things like Elvis works in my local chip shop in (laughs) Halifax or an ice cream van found on the moon things like that you know so I think the majority of people but I wondered certain stories did people think there was reality to it which is a dangerous thing right
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. In reality, it's a strange because because we know that the power that like that, that newspapers in any capacity have power. So yeah, it does make me think. If you were if you were the type of person potentially to purchase the Sunday Sport, are you a type of person that could also potentially be fooled into thinking what's the difference between the reality? Because again, they did have like gossip celebrity sections where they probably yeah, would yeah. be like dead genuine in a lot of these art these articles. And they did
1: have like um some sport pages at the end, yeah, talking about sport and and possibly did have some actual news in in, yeah, yeah. in it, you know yeah so, so yeah. that's the thing
0: it does make me wonder if people turned around and never realized that all of this was satirical just to draw draw clicks but yeah i just think overall the fact that it was just allowed to be circulated and you know what credit to the editors there's no effort in it when you think about it. you <laughs> you actually have to do zero journalism like you don't have to have studied journalism to have your pot set up with your random scandals and that sort of thing and pick them out of a hat all it was was literally paying models to be topless yeah. and turning yeah. around and writing absolutely nonsensical headlines. So you know what? <laughs> Fair enough, I guess.
1: Usually using male <laughs> genitalia in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you want me to skip on to some of the more real stuff, or do you want? to skip I think to that? we should
1: go on to yours. I think we should finish with mine, which is slightly more sillier. I think. Okay, so
0: I mentioned the sun, obviously. Um, The Sun is a, I think the way to pull it lightly in the UK is a tabloid newspaper. It's a divisive paper, would you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's got form for being quite out of order. The city of Liverpool won't buy it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Hillsborough, uh, which we won't go into now. Yeah, it's a lot of people do hate it now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Suns obviously got form and its parent or its um, like sister newspaper was the News of the World, if I remember News of rightly. The world, yeah. And they were involved in the phone hacking scandal. Was that Millie Dowler's
1: mobile phone? I, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So
0: just long story short, the News of the World was involved in a mobile phone hacking scandal for a missing girl who then turned out to be murdered. Um, and they had like hacked into her phone. And made her phone activity pitting, which made the police
1: and subsequently the family think that she was alive. I think that's the story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it gave them hope in the investigation. And also, I think they printed, didn't they print some fake photos of, like, prisoner torture? They did. that. Do you know, yeah. funnily enough, who that was? That was Piers Morgan, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, well, both under his watch. Although, allegedly, we should say with the really download, he didn't have anything to do with that. I yeah. think, allegedly, he was just yeah. the editor, I think. Yeah, at the so, time. Allegedly Piers, allegedly, Piers.
0: Allegedly, Piers. I've said Allegedly. I'm pretty sure that he was dead on for the fake
1: photographs though wasn't he because did he not apologize for that after I think he apologized yeah because in the end it is one of those things he they tried to print what they they were told were pictures so you know it's about being first for news right that's what Yeah and you know what as well I think that's where a lot of
0: the British especially the tabloids fall over because even now you get like if you ever see like a tabloid headline online they're always the want to be the first to produce news. And as a result, yeah. you never get any fact checking in it. And when retractions happen in this country, they happen on page 46 of the newspaper in a tiny little block. Two lines. Yeah, two lines. Oh, uh, we're sorry. This was wrong. Soz. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Soz. Lol. <laughs> yeah. It yeah.
1: Yeah. won't do again until we do. Yeah
0: when it was like a four-page spread in in the week before's article. And I think yeah. as well, it teaches us a, a thing about the fact that everybody reads the initial article, but nobody ever reads the retraction.
1: Yeah, Ab- absolutely. Yeah, we've yeah. said it a few times now, haven't we? So,
0: um, But there were some particularly famous Sun headlines, for better or for worse. Um, I think you're probably going to know one of the ones that I've raised, and that's, Freddie Star ate my hamster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A really famous headline. I think it broke in the 80s, wasn't it? So much so that genuinely, I think any time anybody I've ever heard mention Freddie Starr has always mentioned that headline title. Because I think with The Sun's popularity, and again, like I said, less so now, The Sun literally had the ability to change the way the public had a perception of you. Like they genuinely had the facility to associate you with something and your whole career could have been washed by basically what The Sun had written about you. Another big one that I remember was, do you remember that there was a Premier League football footballer who'd filed an injunction against the press? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. To protect a an affair. I remember when it came out that it was Ryan Giggs, The Sun literally just took their front page <laughs> and they printed, it's Ryan Giggs in the biggest possible font on the front of the newspaper because they thought, no one's going to walk past our newspaper on a stand and not pick it up. And, and that's again, what it's they like do that... is
1: get the attention, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
0: is. That's what it is. There was one that um, involved George Michael. Apparently, he was arrested for like some sort of like lewd act, apparently, in a toilet. Yeah. At least that's the way that they presented it. And the headline for that was, Zip Me Up Before You Go-Go. Yeah. It is just, honestly, you just think, like, the power that they had. And like I said, I think it's much less so now. Because I think the Sun's reputation has been a little bit washed with Well, rightly so. But the Sun's reputation has been washed with all of the scandals it's been caught in. I don't think you can get headlines like that now. No, no. I just don't think that they would fly because I remember the Sun, like in the research for this episode, having a look at the Sun, they said, oh, like our 50 greatest headlines. And they did like all of these really positive ones and like, oh yeah, we reported on diana meeting charles and doing this and i was just like but you've never mentioned any of the ones that you've got no
1: and charles that's the thing voice. the thing is Crazy. right some of these tabloids like the sun probably did have some genuine th- they were also decent for sport at the time but it's the the headline grabbing and the yeah. shocking and the scandals that yeah will be your downfall rather than anything you did do good. And sorry, I just just wanted to go back to that Freddy Star one about him eating the hamster. There was actually a computer game for the... Which I remember, I didn't have it, but for the Commodore 64, at least, I remember it was called Rockstar Ate My Hamster. So it did lend its name to a game. So it made its way into popular culture. That's why I'm trying to say what you said about even the fact nowadays people still remember that headline.
0: Yeah, honestly, it's unbelievable. And there was one that I saw which was about... Do you know the war, the Falklands? So there was one where on the front of page of the newspaper, they basically mocked the sinking of the Belgrano. And I don't know if at the time, right, there was a different perception because obviously it's much, much before my time. I don't know, but they put it in like their top 50 headlines of all time. And I just thought to myself, I was like, has nobody retrospectively looked back at that headline and thought, are we really put in a newspaper headline where we literally mocked the death of what, 550 people? on the front of our national newspaper can we really say that we're proud of that and i understand that it was back in the 80s right and and you know times have changed but again this top 50 greatest headlines or whatever wasn't long ago so when they're doing it it just makes me wonder like how is this not like with all the scandal how is this not something that has popped into the minds of an editor and just thought, this is a shit idea, why are we doing this? Because again, I just think that they've never been punished for could any get of the it. Yeah. That's exactly, yeah. This now, is what
1: the problem is. Again, like I said, without going into it, but we wouldn't be able to do it justice, not in a short, short time. You know, I don't know what their reaction to the Hillsborough thing was after when everything, all the truth and that came out. they <laughs> they were able to do what they wanted headline-wise and scandal-wise for so long. And and like I said to you, it was accepted in, in the sense of that's what the tabloids were back then. They were known that it was going to be your salacious, your, your shocking and your headline-grabbing. They wanted you, as you're walking along a newsstand, to see a headline and think, yeah. oh, you know. It's that kind of, we mentioned it like with the Jerry Springer show and the Jeremy Kyle show here. It's that voyeuristic... Oh, you know, I, I kind of, yeah. I, I wouldn't normally, but I'm allowed to buy that because it's a paper for 30p on a newsstand. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? That's that's what I think anyway. How it how it how it was allowed to be to get away with it for for that long.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how many controversies they've been caught in because of headlines specifically nowadays. Obviously, there's lots of other things that they've been caught in. Um, but in terms of headlines nowadays, but I just feel like I don't see as many obnoxious ones. And again, no. I'm just going to read off of this is their website, and I begrudge going on their website right because I've given them traffic, which is technically given them money through ads. And I don't like the fact that I've done that, but also I'm not going to buy a physical copy of the paper. So this is the lesser of two evils, unfortunately. So this one here is a headline. So this was in um 1986, I think this was actually the same year as the Freddie Starr at My Hamster one. And it's Wacko Jacko. His £85,000 bed is an oxygen-filled coffin. This is the picture that proves pop star Michael Jackson has finally flipped. Now, bear in mind, this is what they've said retrospectively today about this. In 1986, superstar Michael Jackson was pictured sleeping in an oxygen chamber in a bid to defy ageing. The son dubbed him Wacko Jacko, a nickname which lasted throughout his career. Jackson, who died in 2009, remains a controversial figure amid allegations of child sex abuse. Now, the fact that you said in 1986 that you gave him the nickname Wacko Jacko and it was something that stuck with him throughout his entire career. Again, how are you retrospectively looking back on that and thinking that that's a positive thing that you can be proud of? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. I know that this has now gone to like a real slating of tabloid media in this country. But again, it just makes no sense how even now, When you're looking at it retrospectively, that's something that you're like proud of. It's very, very weird to me. Can I just say this was in 2019 that this new article where they're celebrating 50 years of headlines or whatever it is. This is when this was published. So it was only three years ago that they're reflecting on it. No, But
1: I think we can slate it. I mean, you know, we've had a laugh with some of the headlines earlier, but we can slate it if it's there to be slated in the sense of what you said is interesting. We don't have headlines like that now, but... Anyone listening, don't be fooled that we don't get um, what's the word controversial headlines. Now they're just not overtly bizarre like they used to yeah, be. So you yeah. still get your controversial, your what's the word um, what, headlines that are trying to incite anger or resentment yeah. in people. It's just more on a on a what is it? Is it more of a, like a political, social, economic scale rather yeah, than sex yeah. scandals or? celebrity scandals it's trying to get you at a baser level now almost yeah yeah because like you know the daily mail gets a lot of criticism now yeah 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 the tabloids are still winding people up yeah and getting away with it
0: yeah and you know what? I've actually always said, in reality, like I don't know the last time I actually sat down and read a tabloid newspaper. Now that I've become an adult, I'm just like, I need my, <laughs> no, my news from decent sources. So if you are looking for a newspaper in the UK, I don't know if we're allowed to plug newspapers, but the big three are the Times, the Telegraph, and the Guardian. If you want news that probably isn't going to be shithoused, you should probably read one of those three papers because everything else is a bit of a struggle and is a little bit timid because of all of the newspapers, those three have been caught if, in none, if all but one, maybe half scandal where they've had to apologise for something. So this is the thing. I think that this is what the problem is. And now I think people are happy to look for good journalism. So for me, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, in my mind, this is how it works. If I've got journalism for free, it must be bad journalism. Because they're, they're you know, it it is because if you've not had to pay for it, then somehow they've had to make money. So how are they making that money? Adverts through clicks because they have to get you on the page. Whereas if you go and buy a copy of the Telegraph or the Guardian, you pay for it or you donate to them because that's what they ask you to do. Because they put journalists in the field who are there to fact check stories and it goes through better editors. Whereas if you're getting it for free, that's what the problem
1: is in reality. And you know, I I haven't bought a paper since COVID. And the only reason, and I'll tell you why I got out of it, because the only for 10 years beforehand, I would only buy a paper, I think, on a Saturday, was to get the week's TV guide. <laughs> it would do the TV. And because it was yeah. always handy to have, yes, you could look on the TV, the electronic program guide, and you could look on the net. But sometimes it was just so great having a TV guide on the table that you could just flip it and say, right, what's on tonight, without having to get your phone out. And when then COVID hit, You had to do more online because you didn't want to go out and stuff like that. So, yeah, I haven't honestly read a paper, as in reading it for news things, for probably well over sort of double digit years, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, I've only ever gone out and bought papers. And you know what? There's one event recently, and I don't know why. And it must be a thing amongst a lot of people. I went and bought papers the day after queen elizabeth died
1: yeah yeah sorry yeah i think you'll always have yeah. yeah like do you know what one was for me was when kirk cobain died yeah yeah at the time i remember buying out all the, the music magazines as well because yeah. we used to have music magazine so i think big events you do like if your football teams won a world cup or if your your team's done well you'll get something because it's more of a a moment in time rather than you're buying it to read the news in it you're buying it as a memento of something that's happened
0: yeah 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 and that's the thing it's more like a token because it's like a it's a snapshot in history is what a newspaper headline in that moment yeah. is in reality yeah. um, and that's the thing yeah like similarly I just went and bought all of the like newspapers that had headlines I was just like right I love that one that one that one why I did it I was like oh maybe this will be something cool to show my son in 20 years time or 30 years time do you know what I mean it's like one of but those they, things isn't it they
1: are interesting though to know what's happened for your mum on a on a recent birthday I bought her it was a thing from newspaper headlines from the year she was born every every day of her birthday And, and it's interesting to one see that papers used to cost like 5p you know and also what has happened in in over the time because it is a it is a reminder of certain things
0: yeah 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 I agree And it's a cool, yeah. And like I said, I mean, my parents... You know what? I've not opened them. Maybe after this episode, I'm going to have to go and open them. My parents bought newspapers the day I was born. Yeah. And I've never opened them. And you know what? Maybe I should turn around. But I don't know if I want to, because I don't know if I want to save that moment, because it will be more shocking to me if I open it 10 years from now or something like that. But
1: that's what people do. Buy a newspaper, buy a single that was number one that week or the album that was number one or this week it's like by the MP3 or the, or the download from Spotify or that was number one when you were born. And, and it is, it's a, it's, a, it's a memento. It just brings you back. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: you know what as well, sorry now, cause I'm going to skip back. My mind does suit too much thinking and I go all <laughs> over the place sometimes because now I'm just continuing to scroll through this article. And you know what? Sometimes it makes you realize that no one is out of scope of tabloid newspapers because i'm looking at newspapers and i think it was the sun as well and i know that we're ragging on the sun a lot because a lot of other papers deserve it as well but i guess the sun's just the biggest one in it so they're just going to catch <laughs> all of us yeah for that yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe next episode we'll slack the mail off and we'll go through each tabloid and just moan well, maybe about i'm
1: I'm kind of just looking at the time maybe we should come back to actually journalism and papers we should do a thing on it because we've done a bit of laughing at some of the headlines are on this Maybe we should come back. Because there is there is a lot of mileage in this. Yeah,
0: and maybe we could kind of twist it as well. We could turn around and do a little bit. Do you know we did the dark side and the light side of social media? Very Yeah. Maybe we could do that about the tabloid press or Let's just the it. press in or general. Or just the press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think we'd do that.
0: But yeah, it kind of just made me realise as well that nobody's out of the sight of the press. Obviously, you know, in recent years, we've had issues with Meghan and Harry in terms of the way that they've been reported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I remember, even if it's a celebrity going through a scandal, like Amy Winehouse, again, was a huge target, wasn't she, at the time, because she had yeah. drug problems. Paul Gascoigne, I think, was pictured on the front of the News of the World, if I remember rightly, half naked in a bathrobe in the middle of the street. Again, going yeah. through really bad drug problems. And it just made me realise, you know what, they actually don't care. If, they, if you are ready and down and out, they are gunning for you.
1: Yeah, but Lou, they didn't care because people bought it yeah and this is what the problem is the people the people the public have got some to have some some accountability yeah yeah this is true this is true because as well sorry it's a it's a circle because if the papers weren't doing it then we wouldn't buy it but there are people like i don't want to revel and especially pay a publication money to revel in someone's misery. misery yeah yeah that person isn't benefiting from it the paper is yeah yeah there is an appetite in a certain amount of people for it, otherwise but it won't sell. But I also
0: think as well, sometimes it's access, and I know this isn't this isn't like a mitigation against people buying tabloids, for instance, right? But the Sun for ages, I remember, always had on the front of it, like whenever you looked at the paper, it was like we're still twenty p, and that's all we are. Yeah, yeah, Whereas if you wanted yeah. to buy a copy of the Telegraph, you're paying one pound eighty-two pound. Like I can't remember; I think I paid like ten quid or twelve quid or something for the Telegraph subscription, right? But When you were buying The Sun, it was literally like 20p per physical paper comparatively to The Telegraph or The Guardian or The Times, like touching two quid. So I don't know if it was access as well. People are looking at it being like, why would I spend two pound on a newspaper that I'm going to have to buy tomorrow? So as a result, the appeal, because of the access to that,
1: became like a market
0: yeah it was it was
1: it was was clever as well because the whole thing of the tabloids again the broadsheets is they're huge cumbersome papers yeah it's like when you're on the tube you know if you've got two or three of you with the times you know (laughs) no one else is sitting down on that tube in that (laughs) carriage but the tabloids are nice compact i mean that's why they're called the tabloid is yeah it's it's because of their shape it comes the, the name comes from that and and it's just clever because you could tuck it under, you know, in the shoulder or in a bag and, and yeah, it's, it's away you go. Yeah.
0: Because
1: I've just seen the time. I've got a few funny headlines I want to finish. Yeah, I tell got you anything? what, we'll,
0: we, I feel like what we'll do is we'll try and cover this in maybe, like, a two-part series and do, like, some good pros Ma- and cons. Maybe, but maybe yeah, we should maybe talk, we'll talk about the media more broadly, yeah. I think. That would yeah, probably let's, be a good
1: hit. let's do that next week. Did you have anything else specifically you wanted to no, because I'll save my moaning now for any next episode. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to change the order I've got these in right. These, while the subject isn't particularly nice, it was the headline. And these ones here aren't about that they're outrageous. It's just the, oh, what, what I say? Not the intelligence of the headline writer, but you'll see what I mean. So this says, Diana was still alive hours before she died.
0: <laughs> for fuck's uh, sake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's some like Michael Owen level punditry, but in tabloid form right there, that is. <laughs> and it says here, a series of previously unseen CCTV images have revealed that Diana was alive and well before she was killed in Paris 10 years ago. And then Come underneath on, it says, do you think Diana is dead or have you seen her in Morocco? Right? What the fuck? <laughs> right.
0: What the fuck?
1: Then i go on to this one. Let's do another one about dying. And then I, I promise they get, well, actually, two. They get slightly better. This one: homicide victims rarely talk to police. <laughs> <laughs> right. This one here was this was from 2013. Grandpa who won romp with two hookers in Get Your Grandpa Laid Radio Con is choked to death as he hurried his dinner on way to have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get. They get better now. They get better now. This one, this looks like I've I've cropped it, but it looks like it was from the sun and it was mugged by a parrot, thieving bird grab, Scots tourist, £700 cash. (laughs) Now, this one, this is really clever. This is, I think, the BBC Scotland website from 2014. Right. Now, the headline is sewer was blocked by large poo. But what it is is a picture is of a large Winnie the Pooh teddy bear in it. So that's brilliant. That one. That was good. Yeah, that was clever. I like that, that. That one actually. I'll bring it back in the funny one, funny story we do. Uh, this one here: statistics show that teen pregnancy drops off significantly after the age of twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got two more. This is from Fox News website. Florida woman calls nine one one after McDonald's runs out of nuggets which I can I, can, I can appreciate. I feel like it happens, yeah. <laughs> Is it Florida, did you just say? Yeah. Yeah, even the Americans will know. They mean Florida a lot. I feel like even the
0: <laughs> Americans are like, yeah, fair enough. It's probably, yeah. yeah well, I mean, you enough.
1: know, when you get to a McDonald's and they haven't got your big tasty or you can't add an extra slice of bacon or something. Well, you know, just on
0: can... a huge side note, I remember when the news was actually covering the fact that KFC here did run out of chicken and they were like interviewing uh, yeah, people yeah. as they were
1: coming out of empty drive throughs being like, I can't believe I've come to KFC and they've not got any chicken left. <laughs> This is a really sweet one, and it's a funny one. Again, from twenty. and oh, this is actually um CNN, uh, twenty fourteen. Okay. Koala escapes at the zoo, falls asleep before it can do anything interesting. So, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So I think yeah, I think those just show sort of silly headlines, but ones where again, not not so much the um the sewer block by poo or the the Nuggets one or the Koala, but I think the the Pooh sewer one was funny and the Nuggets is obviously true. I think the other ones, they've just rushed to put a headline out or they haven't thought about the wording they've put out, Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, we have obviously done a lot of ragging. I'm I'm, I'm not saying that all the journalism in those, or I don't think we're saying all the, the stories in there. There's probably... If you look at it, maybe they've got some good economics things in there i I just think <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you you're, you're you're really perching to give credit, <laughs> you know, like over here Martin Lewis, a money expert yeah so fair, there are yeah, there are enough. there are often yeah, yeah, things, yeah. but does the rest of the paper justify you buying it for that if you know Do you know
0: what, I mean? what I've realised as well, and we'll have to again talk about this in numbers. I completely missed the dear Deirdre section,
1: no, let's save that. <laughs> yeah, let's save that because we we'll can. We can find it. We can yeah, find. I tell that. you what, we're
0: <laughs> going to come back to this. We're definitely coming back to like the media, maybe in general, or maybe like print media as like a positives and. Let's pros do and cons. print
1: media. We could do a month on that because something else has come to mind. I'll say it to you now, and then I'll cut it out. <laughs> like the old. <laughs> do you remember the old? Yeah. 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 So hold yeah. on. So now we'll say. Oh my yes. god! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've just said something to Lou, and I don't want to air it. So we're um, as it is an idea. So we'll probably. I think we could do a month on print media. Then, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm just thinking about what Dan said to me, and they were actually <laughs> fucking hilarious, so,
1: weren't they? So, <laughs> so,
0: so there you go. You've got your teaser there. Oh my god! I, do you know what? Don't even
1: blank it. Well, can we just insert like a beep over what you just said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> let me do that then. Let me do that. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do a print media month if you buy your paper and you're happy with it knock your socks off you know fill yeah, your boots yeah. but i just think yeah it's um it's a changing time and we will probably look back at papers now mainly tabloids in 20 years time and probably say look at what they're doing at least we're not printing naked women anymore in them right so yeah
0: th- yeah there's oh, there's always a positive and can i just say as well i think that when the last paper actual paper is ever sold no one in the world will ever do another Sudoku puzzle. (laughs) It's the only time anyone ever does Sudoku. No one intentionally goes out to do a Sudoku puzzle. They only do them if they have a newspaper in hand. Crosswords. (laughs) Anyway, we'll we'll save it for the print media episode. We'll save it for our print media month, maybe. I don't know. Just
1: just before you wrap up, just before you wrap up, Stevenage Borough, good luck in your title push. And it's probably the FA Cup this week, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? I think it is. I think it is. Or is is it... the League Cup. I don't. It might be the League, League Cup, Cup, but either way, come on, Borough. Come on, Stevenage. We the unofficial, like Stevenage if, no, the official unofficial <laughs> podcast of the Stevenage Borough <laughs> title running, as well as the FA Cup run.
0: Amazing, amazing. <laughs> right on that note, I'll always leave you with. We know there are many podcasts. Oh hold
1: on, no no, oh. plug our socials, plug our socials. Oh
0: shit, shit, we gotta leave this in now. Fuck it, I can't believe I, did. I got the I got the beginning so
1: good and you then I just did completely it. fucked. Up and you again. look so serious as well. Yeah, so...
0: oh my god, that's so bad. Give anyway. us socials.
1: Tell people to leave us a rating if they yeah, like it. Yeah, leave us a rating and leave us a good rating I'll, even if they I'll, don't like it.
0: Yeah, leave us a good rating, irrespective of whether or not you think me and Dan are shit. Obviously, this level of professionalism, we're probably getting one stars <laughs> after this. But anyway, whatever platform you're listening on. Do leave us a review. Do let us know if you've got some horrific tabloid headlines or some absolutely hilarious ones. You can send us a tweet at castingviews or pop us an email at castingviewspod at gmail.com. And now we'll leave you, as always. <laughs> we know there are many podcasts from which you can choose and we thank you for listening to Casting Views. One, two,
1: three, four... If I want your opinion, I will give
0: it to you. Come on, check what we've got, cause you need it. Don't make us get a spark and force feed it. Come on.